0: Hello, I'm Dango Rose, and this is the Mountaineer Podcast, where everybody's listening.
1: And I'm Cynthia Davis. In this week's episode, Dango interviews Stephen LeFamer, Executive Director of Teens Inc. He talks about the current programs Teens Inc. provides and the future of the nonprofit organization. We hear this week's
0: music mentions from Jamie Lammers and special correspondent Marianne Rosen will share a story. On Taste of the Peaks, with a feature focus on Wild Game.
1: And for our final segment, we hear from the Cody sisters, who will be playing at the Janestown Mercantile on Friday, March 3rd.
0: But first, some news from your neighborhood.
1: The opening reception for the Netherland Art at the Center Winter Show will take place March 2nd from 5 to 7 pm at the Netherland Community Center. This year's show will feature over 22 artists and all are invited and welcome to attend.
0: Local community festival, Netter Days, is set for March 24th and 25th in Netherland. This family fun affair begins Friday evening and will run all day Saturday. The event is packed with entertainment and activities for all ages and is free to attend. Check out the full calendar at Netterdays.com or on Facebook at Netterdays.
1: The Peak-to-Peak Chamber of Commerce has announced their next organizational meeting. All those interested in being a part of this process are invited to meet at JKQ Barbecue March 16th at 6 p.m. The meeting is open to all local businesses in the Peak-to-Peak region.
0: Our very first It's Your Turn episode is in the works with an open call for your original poems, music, and listener tales. Do you want to be a guest host for the episode? If any of this sounds like an opportunity for you, contact info at with the word
1: podcast
0: in the subject line and tell us your ideas.
1: We are kicking off our very first youth art show to appear both in print and online. Kids 18 and under are encouraged to submit their original fine art, digital art, and photographs. Again, all work must be original and submitted to infothemountaineer.com by March 17, 2023. You can find more details on our website at themountaineer.com. That's the M T N E A R.com.
0: Do you like to sing? The Peak to Peak Chorale will begin rehearsals on Wednesday, March 1st from 7 to 8.30 p.m. at the Gilpin County Library with a performance slated for early May. If you are vaccinated, come and join the choir. The Peak to Peak Chorale is a community choir with no auditions, open to all who can carry a tune.
1: Read more local news and feature stories in print and online at themountaineer.com.
0: And that's it for this week's news briefs. If you have something to share, you can send requests for submission to info at themountauneer.com. As long as it meets our community standards, we'll be sure to include it in a future episode.
1: Special thanks to our longtime sponsor, Brightwood Music. Brightwood Music is a full service music store located in the heart of downtown Netherlands. Stop by to see their enormous selection of high quality instruments. Want to rent before you buy? They have rental options available by the day, week, or month. If you already have an instrument in need of repair, they've got you covered there too. Find Brightwood Music on Facebook. Or, check out their ad in the Mountaineer newspaper for current hours of operation and location. For our lead story, Dango talks to the Executive Director of Teens Inc., Stephen Lefaver. Teens Inc. recently won three categories in the Mountaineers Best of Edition, including Best Nonprofit.
0: Hi, Steven. Thank you so much for joining us. Why do you think it is that Teens, Inc. won Best Local
2: Nonprofit?
0: And what makes Teens, Inc. so unique?
2: Well, I think our programs are just, they connect really well with young people. And, you know, we do the programs in partnership with the teens. So they create, have a large say, or, I mean, in what happens.
0: So, Stephen, you guys also run a preschool and support parent education efforts. Is this correct?
2: Our programming does connect with preschool, New Explorers Learning Center, all the way up through our parent education effort. We're really two and a half years old through parent education. So we do connect with a lot of folks, for sure.
0: And the preschool is a new thing.
2: The preschool is... you know, new for us started right when two preschools were closing. So we kind of, you know, connected with the directors of both both programs and talked about, like, how can we keep this going? In six weeks, went from an idea to a licensed um, preschool program.
0: And what's up at the main building in downtown Netherland?
2: What's going on right here now is Chinook West, which is the high school program for youth who just want to have a different environment. That's a lot of activity in this building. Every day from, you know, 8.30 to 3.30, we have school. Um, And the energy is high all the time.
0: So what are you guys at Chinook West gearing up for now?
2: Right now, we're gearing up for our end of year trip, which we'll do seven days. Um, six nights in the desert. Um, Well, one group will go to the desert, um, in the Canyonlands area, um, and the other group is going to go towards Sand Dunes and Mission Wolf. The youth love to connect with the wolves there, Mm -hmm. a
0: magical place. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys also help run a high school down in Golden. Is that right?
2: We do have a high school down in Golden, too. It's called Lookout Academy. Um, that's a contract with the Division of Youth Services. And um, that is kind of a tough environment where we're just trying to bring more optimism and hope into a system that's pretty challenging.
3: And
0: in the summertime, you guys are actually employing teens. Is that right? We'll be
2: employing uh, close to 100 teens during the summer throughout the Front Range. And that the building kind of quiets down a little. Uh, It's not nearly as like ruckus during the day. Um, But we're out and about with, you know, 80 youth throughout the Front Range in bands all over the place. So it's different.
0: It brings together different communities,
2: does it not? They bring, you know, urban youth together with rural youth in collaboration with Lincoln Hills and Gilpin County. Um, And the coolest thing is they form like really good relationships with each other.
0: So, Stephen, tell us a little bit about your path of education that led you here.
2: My path like took a lot of different turns in college and I went to five different undergrad schools and ended up at a very alternative school where I had to say like be involved. I could get in a van and go on a trip so that that you know I think we've been able to take some of that stuff Um, and that's oftentimes our staff is in a similar boat.
0: And in the summer, are your doors still open to teenagers, either living in town or any that just happen to be traveling through?
2: We're open to any young person. So in the summer, we actually do get quite a few folks who, you know, we're open for free for teenagers, sixth grade to 21, from noon till seven or eight o'clock during the week during the summer. So we get people who are here just for the summer, who come in, you know, we've had people from the summer or who live here in the summer from Oklahoma who their kids have done like our outdoor leadership retreats and rock climbing programs That's in the awesome. summer. So we do connect with them. We don't turn anyone away.
0: And what do you have in store for the times ahead?
2: Well, We're recognizing in in our programming right now that we still believe there's still a need for early childhood education. And the building we have serves a certain number, um, but we can't serve as many as we would hope. And that seemed to need it. You know, we're kind of exploring Not really, or or that's a question that's come up a bunch, is like, okay, are we good with where we're at with, like, early childhood education, or is it something that we need to take a deeper dive into?
0: And Teens, Inc. is also approaching a special anniversary. Is that right?
2: It happens to be our 25th anniversary for Teens, Inc. So in April, we're doing a big event in collaboration with Eldora. They're hosting an event for us on the 29th Um, and that's going to be a super fun celebration. And a lot of teens who are integral in building this building will be coming back. Um, So we're, we're working towards kind of that bigger event.
0: Thank you so much, Stephen, for all that you and Teens Inc do for the community. We look forward to celebrating 25 years with you at the end of April. Now we go to correspondent Jamie Lammers who will be delivering this week's Music Mentions. And now, for this week's Music
4: Mentions. Head to Busey Brews, located at 70 East 1st Street in Nederland, on Sunday, March 5th at 2 p.m. to see Alex Toko performing live. Covered Wagon hosts karaoke nights every Thursday at 7 p.m. Be sure to head to 15 East 1st Street in Nederland to check them out for yourself. Head to Eldora to check out various performers over the next couple of weeks, including James Berry on Friday, March 3rd at 1pm at the Woodward Boombox, Ethno on Saturday, March 4th at 10.30am at Level 1's Rail Jam, Pomegranate Sounds on Sunday, March 5th at 10am at Woodward Boombox, and Clark and Sidero High Lonesome on Sunday, March 5th at 2pm at Timbers Fireside. Head to 261 Eldora Ski Road Site in Netherlands to check out these gigs for yourself. Head to Howland Wind Brewing on Saturday, March 4th at 4 p.m. to check out the Grant Livingston Duo performing live. It's located at 51A Main Street in Rollinsville. Head to Jamestown Mercantile on Thursday, March 2nd at 7 p.m. to see Fast Floyd performing live, and Friday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. to see Cody Sisters performing live. They're located at 108 Main Street in Jamestown. Knotted Root Brewing is honored to host Jazz Sundays with Black Dog and Friends every Sunday at 4 p.m. They are also hosting the Brewers Dozen featuring Kings of Prussia and Friends every Saturday through April 8th at 5 p.m. Head to 250 North Caribou Street in Netherland to check them out for yourself. The Millside Inn is honored to host their open jam once again every Saturday at 6 p.m. They're located at 44365 Highway 72 in Ward. Ed's Cafe hosts a Dam Jam every Thursday at 10pm and a karaoke night every Sunday at 7pm. Head to 121 North Jefferson Street in Netherland to check them out for yourself. And finally, be sure to head to the Very Nice Brewing Company at 20 East Lakeview Drive number 112 in Netherland to check out an open mic on Thursday March 2nd at 6pm, Mad Dog Blues on Friday March 3rd at 6pm, Reservoir Fog on Saturday, March 4th at 5 p.m. and the CBDs on Sunday, March 5th at 4 p.m. Did we miss you, your venue, or your performance? Want to submit your music listing in the peak-to-peak area? Do you have updates to your business or to your performances? Please call 303-810-5409 or email info at Mountaineer.com to be included in the next print edition or the next podcast of The Mountain Ear.
0: Thank you, Jamie. Now let's drop in with Marianne Rosen, who shares our Taste of the Peaks feature focus on wild game cuisine.
5: Colorado is home to several species of wild big game animals, fish, waterfowl, and birds. Bear, deer, elk, pronghorn, moose, mountain goat, bighorn sheep, and mountain lions are some of the wild animals who call Colorado home. Several species of trout swim its waters, and waterfowl and birds like pheasants, quail, ducks, and Cornish hens are plentiful. Hunting, some of the aforementioned, has gone on for hundreds of years, from native and indigenous tribes who followed sustainable practices and who had a respect for the ecosystem where they lived, to the settlers who were concerned with getting food to eat, to modern hunters who help with wildlife management. Some of these hunted species were and are extremely edible. Before there was a farm-to-table movement, early hunters took animals from the wild directly to the fire to cook and eat. It is said that wild game mimicked the area where the animal is from and you can taste whatever the animal was eating. With all of that in mind, it is no surprise that some say that wild game is to Colorado what fresh seafood is to a coastal town. We even have our own oysters, Rocky Mountain ones that is. As some know, these oysters are actually bull testicles. But these are not the only unique foods eaten by Coloradans. Buffalo tongue was and is considered a gourmet meal and prairie butter was and is made from buffalo bone marrow. Other odd foods not eaten anymore but were 100 years ago, were a moose nose and skunk. Nowadays, one does not need to hunt or to use a weapon to be able to eat wild game, nor does one need to eat basic fare cooked over the fire. Now, in several restaurants across Colorado, one can eat elk with peppercorn crust or a mushroom wine sauce, elk sausage with pickled peppers and gorgonzola cheese, bison with chimichurri, Hot dogs made with elk, pheasant, and buffalo topped with cream cheese or caramelized onions or more traditional toppings. Or one can eat Cornish hens with a fruit glaze or pheasant quail or duck cooked in berry sauces or wrapped in bacon. The trout here is of a light buttery, nutty flavor and is delicious cooked in lemon and dill or capers and fresh tomatoes. Here in Colorado, there are many options for trying Wild Game if you so desire.
0: Do you own a restaurant or food truck? How about a catering company or cafe? Send us your culinary information by March 1st to be included in the spring edition of Taste of the Peaks. Pick up a copy now to see what's currently on the menu for our local homegrown Colorado Mountain Cuisine. that was a clip from the Cody sisters, Otter Nonsense. They will be performing a Don't Miss show at the Jamestown Mercantile on Friday, March 3rd. Cynthia had a chance recently to catch up with them. Let's take a listen.
1: Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Mountaineer Podcast. So go ahead and start by introducing yourself to our listeners. So I'm Megan. I play
3: guitar and mandolin and sing in the band. Yes, and I'm Maddie, and our voices are really similar, especially over the phone. It's good we're doing this. Um, And I play guitar and banjo and write a lot of the songs. And our band is called the Cody Sisters, and it makes sense because we're sisters, and our last name is Cody. So (laughs) not a lot went into deciding that band name.
1: Now, the two of you have been playing music up here for quite some time. Can you share one of your early memories of what that experience was like when you first started?
3: that's a great question yeah that is a great question um i think one of the first things i remember about being there is when we played at the oyster bar oh my gosh yeah and um i wasn't i'm vegetarian now but i wasn't then so we thought it was like a really exciting time to try um the oysters there and the they had something else some other food but it was a really fun day we just spent the whole time up in Netherlands and walked around i think our uncle was with us and our whole family and we just hung out and like explored nature up there and then got to have a fun dinner and just play music yeah that was one of our first not one of our first shows but definitely one of our earlier shows especially in the area and it was so fun because we were playing there with two other sister bands and it was cute because we were like super young and we like really looked up to the other the two other groups that we were playing with but yeah that's a good one I didn't even remember that and we thought that was the coolest show too because we got to say on stage that we had two shows in one day and two (laughs) streams because we played a show I think in Nebraska earlier that day or something like that it was a long time ago so my Memory of that might be a little incorrect, but that was such a fun, that was a really good show. That was maybe, I feel like that was like five years ago. Yeah. You think? So maybe, I I would guess like 12 and 14 or
1: 13 and 15 around that time. So y'all are going to be playing in Jamestown on Friday. What can you tell us about that?
3: So we've kind of grown up playing at the Jamestown Merck. And it's really nice. We love playing there because they've supported us for so long. And the vibes are good. (laughs) Um, But it's going to be a really fun show. We have a lot of new music that we're going to be playing. And we are actually releasing music really soon. So we'll be playing a lot of that. And, yeah, we're excited. I think this will be an indoor show. Because it's freezing. (laughs) But we've done some indoor and some outdoor shows there. And they've all been super
1: fun. And you're both in college now. But still actively playing as a band. And producing music. Anything new?
3: We do have an album. Um, We recorded it about a month or two ago. Um, And our first single is coming out. um, Within the next month. We're doing two singles. And then the album. And we haven't really announced this. Yeah, we've been talking about it hypothetically for a very long time, but now it's for real happening and we haven't announced it very many
1: places. So this is like VIP information for whoever's listening. And what about upcoming shows for anyone wanting to catch you live?
3: On March 12th, we we will be playing at Globe Hall in Denver, which is kind of a long drive from Netherlands. But um, if anyone's in Denver, that's going to be a fun one, too. Um, and then also we'll be back up at Jamestown on March 19th for their $2 radio show. And we're super excited about that. Um, it's just $2 to get in and we're playing a couple of songs and then other people will be playing too. And um, all of the proceeds
1: um, are donated to Helping Out Homeless. Thank you so much, Megan and Maddie. Again, that was the Cody Sisters band. You can see them live this weekend at Jamestown Mercantile in Jamestown. Find links to their social pages and website in this week's show notes. That concludes this week's episode of The Mountaineer Podcast, where everybody's listening.
0: Visit our website at www.themountaineer.com to read more information about today's guests. Pick up a copy of this week's print edition of The Mountaineer at newsstands all across the Peak to Peak. I'm Dango Rose.
1: And I'm Cynthia Davis. Until next time, thank you for listening.
5: In the mountains, things are weird.